the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So we have uh, President Joe Biden coming to Licking County on September the 9th to tout his... uh, Fingerprints being all over, which is to say, uh, not touching at all, the Intel expansion into central Ohio. And since he's coming here all the way from Washington, D.C. to glom on to the credit that he is not due, you can bet that uh, that sounds like a really good idea to other Democrats who have no chance of winning if people really understand who they are and what they have advocated for throughout their political careers. Hence, Tim Ryan will be here as well. Yes, yes, the value judgment, scales of justice determination in Tim Ryan's political mind has convinced him that the benefit of taking credit for Intel, which uh, I've spent a fair amount of time at luncheons, breakfasts, private conversations with the people who really brought Intel here, and... um, I've heard some names of politicians who really helped. I've heard some names of organizations that really helped. You know whose names I've not heard? Tim Ryan and Joe Biden. I've not heard their names. Oh, but they'll be there on September the 9th. Everybody likes to take credit. So I remember when the precursor to Intel, the expansion of Honda, came to an area near my hometown way back in the, I got to think that was 70s. That was the 1970s, I think, because I had guys I graduated with who ended up working at Honda and have worked there you know, ever since. Uh, and so, not to be outdone by Intel's takeover of uh, Licking County, Honda teaming up with LG, which makes televisions, uh, ranges, refrigerators, dishwashers, Uh, They have announced that they will be building a nearly $4.5 billion electric vehicle battery plant early next year. Now, where will they be building it is undetermined, but it certainly seems like Mike DeWine and John Husted are fairly certain that that battery plant will be located right here within the borders of the state of Ohio. They will be mass producing advanced lithium ion battery cells. Now, the lead to the story says the construction will begin in early 2023, but the plant will not be online until the end of 2025. So don't worry, all you sweaty Columbus City School kids. By the time the battery factory is up and running, you will have air conditioning in all your buildings. Yes, those teachers who said they were giving you the schools that you deserve. Uh, well, maybe they just didn't finish the sentence. We're giving you the schools you deserve, including air conditioning, four years from now. <laughs> 
So, yes, Mike DeWine says that he is working to ensure that Honda chooses Ohio. Well, that would make sense. they got all kinds of operations here. They have satellite factories, supplier factories that are not even really remotely close to the East Liberty Honda plant. I know for a fact there's a plant in Anna, Ohio, and you're like, where is that? Uh, Anna's in Shelby County, I believe. Uh, there's a factory in Anna that supplies to Honda. So who knows? They could they could build this battery factory, you know, an hour away from East Liberty, which is just on the other side of Marysville, between Marysville and Bell Fountain. Uh, John Husted had a tweet where he said that the uh, announcement will be coming soon on this. Honda already has a 4 million square foot plant in Marysville. Yeah, they mounded up the dirt so you can't see it, but it is massive. And I know they used to do accords there. I'm not sure. They First they did motorcycles. That was all they did. Then they started to build cars there, and they built... Uh, accords there, and I've lost track since of the friends I had who worked there and who were intimately involved in everything that they were doing. But Ohio is booming, man. We are, um, or at least it feels to me like we're booming. You know the guy who can tell us if we're really booming is Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio. And Matt has been critical of Houston, DeWine, Jobs Ohio. Matt has been very critical. So I, I bow to Matt on that. We'll ask him about this Honda factory when we visit with Matt on Thursday at 12.05. He's a, he's a scheduled guest for us every week because he's just so good. Now, this morning at about 3 a.m., a Columbus police officer was involved in a serving of a warrant in the Hilltop apartment complex along Sullivan Avenue. They... they <clears throat> They serve these warrants oftentimes in the middle of the night because that's when they know the person will be home, right? You go to show up at a guy's apartment at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and he's not there. He's at work. What is likely to happen from that? The neighbors are going to say when he comes home, hey, hey, the cops were here looking for you. And so he's probably in a position where he's not crazy about having the warrant served upon him. Maybe he doesn't want to be seen, found, whatever. So this is why they serve these warrants in the middle of the night. You say, well, doesn't it make it dangerous? Yes, it does. It's part of the job of a police officer is to willingly walk into danger and encounter dangerous circumstances. And every, which is to say every circumstance of a police officer is a dangerous circumstance. There is not a single thing a police officer does that is not dangerous. You recall Westerville police officers, Joring and Morelli, going to a domestic violence call on a Saturday morning, and it cost them their lives. You recall the uh, guy over in the Westerville area who was disoriented on a park bench, acted a little bit high, a little bit crazy, a little bit kooky. Police show up, very kind to him, get him in an ambulance. He goes to St. Anne's Hospital. He's in the ER at St. Anne's Hospital. They're questioning him. All of a sudden, he wigs out, reaches down into his pants, pulls out a gun, and then the police officers themselves and the security force at St. Anne's are in a standoff with a guy who has a weapon. 
Okay, so anytime, anytime a police officer answers a call, the officer in Richmond, Indiana, she's on patrol with her police dog. Guy on a moped. What could be less threatening than a guy on a moped? Dog sniffing around, guy standing there, seemingly no issue. Dog sniffs drugs. Alarm bells go off. He pulls out a gun, shoots her in the head. Okay? So any police officer, any duty can be dangerous. And this one last night turned, or this morning, turned dangerous. They have not named the officer yet, but they were serving a felony warrant for domestic violence, assault, and weapons-related incidents. They went into the apartment, and altercation ensued. This feels to me like the guy tried to grab a police officer's gun. And, or his own gun. And he was shot, and he died. And so we'll wait for more information on this. He was alone inside the apartment, this uh, person, which is probably good because anybody else would have been in danger there. Also, uh, last night, around 1 a.m., we had a 13-year-old in the hilltop area shot in the face. Shot in the face. What is a 13-year-old doing out at 1 a.m.? Obviously, we have some parent issues involved here. Some supervision issues. He was taken to Nationwide Children's Hospital. Uh, he is expected to recover from his injuries. So, this points out how dangerous our city is, how dangerous the job of a police officer is. And that is something that we should never take for granted because we need them on the job. We need them protected in their job. And what we really need is for them to feel supported while doing their job. It is inarguable that they do not feel supported in their job now because they have a mayor who is more than happy. Andrew Ginther is more than happy to call into question the judgment and everything else involved in being a Columbus police officer. While he is, by the way, guarded by Columbus police officers. And he's installed a police oversight review board, and they have a city council that is anti-police. They listen to every advocate who is anti-police, and that's why our police do not feel supported. I am looking forward after the top of the hour to introducing you to someone that I have known for a few years. He is a friend... He is uh, more important for our conversation, the author of an opinion piece currently running on foxnews.com, which is headlined as a doctor and dad. I am ashamed by how horribly my field mistreats kids with gender-affirming therapies. Uh, Dr. Roy Essig will join us at 12.05 to talk about a lot of things that the pro-puberty blocker, pro-surgical advocates for the nonsense that is the transgender movement uh, that they never talk about. They never talk about long-term consequences of their treatment. They never talk about the lack of proven studies to support what they are doing, which is, in effect, experimental treatment ordered along the lines of what they want to be true, not what they know to be true. But in the medical profession, it is pretty important, which is to say of utmost importance, that... You only do what you know to be true and to be safe. So let me read you the conclusion 
the Dr. Essex column to whet your appetite for hearing him personally at 12.05. He said, like all who seek out medical care, children with gender dysphoria and their families deserve compassion and honesty from their physicians. What many are getting instead are misleading, ideologically driven recommendations, resulting in physical and psychological mutilation that is difficult or impossible to reverse. That's the true poison to our medical profession, and it needs to stop. It sure does. And I believe it can be stopped, but only if people in the profession, like Dr. Essig, and people in the public, like you and I, stand up and say, no, might have to carry a picket sign, might have to have a tough conversation with a friend, might have to own an opinion that makes people at work think, oh, what's wrong with them? Nothing's wrong with you. What's wrong with the other people who aren't standing up and protecting children? We all have, or should have, a visceral disdain for hurting children. For instance, here's another story that's in the news right now. And this story caught people's attention, not just here in Ohio because it happened here in Ohio, but around the country it caught people's attention because of the children on the periphery of it. I'm talking about the Pike County murders. We have a trial underway for George Wagner IV, who faces uh, murder charges, multiple murder charges, eight of them, 22 charges in total, because they double them up sometime. You go into a house, you kill somebody, it's breaking and entering, it's uh, felony robbery, and it's murder. So that's why the multiple charges. Uh, And his father will be tried uh, later on. All the victims in the Pike County murders were related. They lived in different homes. They were murdered on the night or morning of April 21st and 22nd. Has that been like six years since that's happened? Six, six and a half years. Crazy. But they believe this whole entire thing was motivated by a desire to gain custody of a little two-year-old girl who um, was not at the home of her uh, mom and dad when they were murdered, her 19-year-old mom and dad when they were murdered that night. But her infant sister was there lying in the bed next to her mother when her mother was shot in the head and murdered. Also, uh, another couple was murdered that night. And two children, one six months old, one three years old, were in the home and were not harmed. And I think for all of us who reflected on this murder at the time, and we, I, I think everybody thought it was drug-related. I thought it was like cartels or whatever. And we'll find out because they'll present evidence and we'll come to a conclusion and an agreement on what exactly happened. But all of us were struck by how these children were going to be scarred by what they either saw or heard that night. They're laying in bed next to their parents, or they just wake up and, oh, oh, mom and dad are dead next to me. Like, what's going on here? You'd say, well, they're so little, Bruce, they can't possibly comprehend that. I pray you're right. But these children, we're now being told, oh, some of the wackiest of the wacko nut job. Transgender advocates tell us, oh, a child 
several months old, is already aware of their sexuality, already aware of their feelings of gender dysphoria. Or certainly, you know, by the time they're a couple years old, they're toddling around. Well, uh, yeah, they already know, you know, they're having feelings, they're having sensations, and it's perfectly fine for us to take them to a drag show. I'll make sure it's family-friendly, of course. Um, Guys with their butts hanging out in costumes, cavorting around, twerking around on public streets in front of children. So, if unless your mind is warped, unless your mind is depraved, you have a concern, a desire to shield and protect children. And you don't lose that when your children grow up. I have, I have teenagers. My number one priority in life is to raise them the right way in tandem with their mom, who I'm very blessed to have a an amazing, amazing, wise wife. That's our number one job. Why? Because we want to protect our children from flawed ideologies, and we want to set them on a course for success in their life, relationally, every possible way, relationally, economically, psychologically. That's what we want to do. And that's why what Dr. Essig wrote on this website and what we are going to talk about when we visit here in a few moments, it's why it is so consequential for our society. And it's why I talk about it so much because we have elections where we can hopefully, you know, in November, we can change the complexion of the House. We can change the complexion of the Senate. We have an election coming up in the fall of 2024 where we hopefully can get a new inhabitant to the White House. One that's not um, suffering from uh, reduced capacity, uh, given to flashes of anger. One that is uh, duped, tricked, or willingly goes along with the myriad of fallacies that his advisors feed him, along with his oatmeal and huitina. We can do something about that. And if we get outvoted... And the election isn't fudged. (laughs) Okay, then we lost. We lost on ideas. But the transgender movement is evil and demented and twisted because it is attempting to reverse what has been universally observed as settled reality only since the dawn of time. That men are born and women are born and their sex is not malleable. And we are by far and away the only country in the world that is struggling with this, which proves that if it was really applicable to all people, it would be everywhere. Thankfully, it is not. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.